tasting whiskey without it tasting like rubbing alcohol. (laughs) Hi guys, this is Chris. Thanks for listening to another episode of Whiskey Noobs. Um, And today we're going to be talking about tasting whiskey, uh, the proper way to go through a whiskey tasting, um, and a few tips and tricks to keep it from tasting like rubbing alcohol. This is going to be Pretty much a very general overview of whiskey tasting. It's not going to be overly advanced or in-depth. The idea is to kind of just get newer folks uh, into the realm of being able to taste whiskey and get experienced folks on the same page with the vocab that I use or even just um, some general tips and tricks for experienced folks that maybe you haven't heard before. So you've already seen some of this employed in the last episode if you've listened to the last episode already and if you have not i highly recommend you go do it um in that episode we talked a little bit about the tasting and what we were doing um my guest justin was newer to drinking whiskey so i walked him through some of the things that i'm going to talk about in this episode but this episode's more targeted towards specifically how to taste a whiskey so One thing I want to preface this with uh, is that it might be difficult at first, and it will get easier. So at first, I think tasting, um, even if you're doing it correctly, when you're brand new to tasting whiskey, I think at first, it's still just, it, it doesn't line up, it doesn't click all at once. It takes a second for it to click. It takes a little bit of practice. There's probably still going to be a little bit of harshness, um, a little bit of that, that, uh, alcohol taste that you're you're tasting that before you're tasting the notes that you're supposed to be tasting and that's okay uh, that's actually the whole meaning behind the learn to drink drink to learn that i say at the end of every episode that is on uh, the cover art to the show learn to drink drink to learn it's not just meant to be funny um the show you're learning to drink we're talking about drinking whiskey um the drink to learn is not haha drinking alcohol for alcohol's sake. Um, it's actually the point is that in order to get good at tasting whiskey and pulling specific notes out of whiskey, you have to practice drinking it and you have to practice tasting it. So I just want to preface this that if at first you're not getting it, um, definitely employ all of the tips and tricks that I'm going to give you and including uh, the big trick we used in the last episode. Definitely employ those things, uh, but don't forget that maybe if you practice it a little bit, it'll help more. Don't give up quite yet um, if it doesn't work right off the bat. So without further ado, we're going to kind of get into the process of a... Um, I don't want to say professional whiskey tasting, but an average whiskey tasting, the way that you would you typically go through a whiskey tasting. Um, now, you don't always have to employ all of these um, vocabulary and all these stages in uh, when you're drinking whiskey. You're absolutely able to just sit back and enjoy it. Um, who am I to tell you how to taste whiskey? Uh, this is just the typical way that a review will probably break down a whiskey, uh, or if you're just going through and you're doing like a tasting with friends and you're talking about the whiskey, this is the typical format that folks use. So it's always in three parts, or usually I should say it's in three parts. Uh, It's in the nose, the palate, and the finish is is a typical whiskey tasting. So the nose is the initial smell of the whiskey, uh, the different notes that you get when you smell it. The palate is when the whiskey is in your mouth, from the, when it's first in your mouth, your first impressions, um, and then when it sits in your mouth for a few more seconds, um, and just before you swallow, that's the palate. That's what you're getting on your palate in your mouth. Then, 
from the palate you have the finish and the finish is after you swallow and right at the end of the palate and then after you swallow uh, the flavors that are sticking around the longest that are staying in your mouth maybe they're changing uh, the texture that you're feeling um, those sorts of things and so that's the finish and so it's broken up into those three things and I'm going to talk about step by step especially if you're newer um, but even if you're not newer the, the way that I would recommend approaching tasting whiskey just based on my experience um, from the get-go when I was tasting whiskey it didn't taste good to me uh, and I was just pouring myself a glass drinking it and that's all I was doing um, so I wasn't employing any of these techniques this is the best way that I have found for myself when I'm approaching a whiskey this way usually works the best for me uh, to get all of the flavors out of it so, and then at the end I'm also going to go through some tips and tricks that you can use to get different flavors more flavors etc so before we get started, uh, I do want to say that I am drinking Rebel Yell whiskey, which is what we used in the last episode. That's why I'm drinking it, because if you bought it for the last episode, then you've already got a bottle. Um, and if you want to walk through this with me, I absolutely welcome you to do so. Make sure you know you're drinking responsibly. Um, but I will be drinking Rebel Yell for this tasting. So starting with the nose, um, I want to say it's much more important than I think people realize. And I don't mean important in that people are going to think you're a bad whiskey drinker if you don't focus on the nose. I mean important for your experience. Um, it can be a lot more enjoyable than people realize. Think to yourself smelling candles in a store, right? That's not supposed to be fun, but it kind of is, right? Uh, it's the same idea where you're, you're smelling something for the smell of its sake. You're enjoying the scent of it. And that's something that whiskeys, wines, um, and especially cigars have that it's different than anything else that you're tasting because usually you don't say, well, I made this soup for the smell. You might say, oh, that soup smells really good. Um, but the, the nose of a whiskey is actually supposed to give you different flavors. Um, and that's what's different between like food and drinking a nice complex whiskey. And so definitely take your time with it and make sure you enjoy it. Uh, but to get started, the way I usually approach a whiskey uh, is first off, I'm just going to straight up sniff the whiskey. I'm going to put my nose and I'm going to sniff it. Just like that. I'm going to get an immediate impression on what the whiskey smells like. Uh, and it is probably going to burn a little bit if you're new to it. So you're immediately going to go smell it and you're going to get probably a little bit of burn if you're newer. But after you do that... Then try to get the perfect distance away from the whiskey. If your nose is burning, you're probably a little bit too close. Um, I typically think there is a perfect distance for everybody, even if your nose is really, like, you have a very sensitive uh, sense of smell. There is a perfect distance you can get where you're still picking up all the flavors you're supposed to be smelling, uh, but you're not getting any of that burn. Um, for some people, you can get to that distance right off the bat if you're experienced and you've been doing this for a while. But for others, it's going to take a little bit of practice, and there's nothing wrong with that. So get your nose at varying distances if you're still getting that burn, and slowly back away until you're not getting a burn anymore. So you can actually do this by starting off farther away than you need to be, and work your way in until you're just starting to get a burn. Um, once you hit that point, then back up just a little bit, and you'll probably still be able to get all those flavors, uh, but it's not going to burn anymore. And that is the, the second smell that you want to do. You want to do it at that perfect distance and give it a smell. See what different things you're smelling. Um, and there are plenty of extra tips and tricks that you can use to enhance your experience with the nose. Um, one of the things would be to maybe smell other things, kind of like pairing foods or pairing a food with a whiskey, um, pair a scent with the nose. Maybe try to smell similar things. You can do this before you even... 
uh, begin drinking the whiskey. And then you can look for those things in the whiskey. Common sense, you know, uh, tobacco, nuts, spices, leather, honey, smells like that, uh, cooking spices. Uh, those are things that you could smell. That way you can compare it to the whiskey and see if you're pulling it out. Now, you don't want to go too nuts with that because you can just burn out your nose. Just like smelling too many candles all at once at the store, now everything just smells like a mixture of everything. So you want to be careful with that, but you can absolutely use that to enhance your experience. Um, another thing that people will do is they'll smell it both with their mouth closed and with their mouth open. Uh, opening your mouth changes the air circulation going through your, your uh, mouth and your nasal cavity. Um, you can think of this like having a window open and your door is way easier to shut when your window is open uh, because you're allowing the air to flow through there a little bit more freely. So there's a, there's a lot of tips you can go through. Like I said, this is kind of a general um, intro into the, uh, the, the tasting process. But that's the majority of the nose. So to summarize, essentially, I usually give it a quick sniff, get an immediate impression. What are the strongest notes that come out right in the beginning, right in that first sniff? And then I give it a bit more intent of a smell. I, I kind of spend a little bit more time with it. So for example, from this glass of Rebel Yell, Right off the bat, if I just take a, a quick sniff of it, I'm getting a lot of uh, baking ingredients, like a, like a caramely flavor, which actually, interestingly enough, I noticed that when I sat down with this, I'm getting way more caramel now than I was in the episode with Justin, and that's probably because I just ate a very large dinner. Um, so it, it's changing my palate. My, what I've been eating is different from what I was eating before uh, the episode that I did with Justin, where we were tasting the same exact whiskey. But... Right off the bat, I'm getting a ton of caramel uh, from Rebel Yell. And then when I, when I am a little bit more intent and a little bit more guided, you can get softer notes like the honey and the vanilla, which we actually talked about a lot in the episode with Justin. Um, and when I sit down and I'm actually being a little bit more guided, a little bit more intent about it, uh, that is definitely, I'm getting more of the honey and the vanilla. And they're a little bit softer, so it would take a little bit more observation uh, to get those notes. Moving on from the nose is the palate. This is when the whiskey's actually in your mouth and you're actually tasting it. Now, I approach the palate very similarly to approaching the nose. I start off by just taking a drink of it. I let it hit my taste buds, um, coat my mouth pretty well in it, and then I swallow it. And I see what initial notes I get from the palate. So I'm going to do that now. And once again... <clears throat> Oddly enough, since I didn't get a lot of caramel when I was with Justin, I'm tasting a lot of caramel right now, um, almost like a like a Werther's uh, original <laughs> that your grandma keeps in her purse. Um, so that's that's really interesting. Um, but that's my initial reaction to it. That's what I'm getting right off the bat. Now I noticed. So notice how I said you can think about specific flavors on the nose and on the palate uh, to try to pull them out. Well, now I'm going to take a second sip, and I'm going to look for those granola bar elements that Justin and I were getting in the last episode. And when you're doing this, keep in mind, you may not want to swallow it too quickly. Uh, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is you think of it kind of like taking a shot, where you want to take a shot super quick uh, to not taste any of it. However, what people don't realize is by letting it set in your mouth a little bit longer, you can actually break down some of that alcohol. Uh, your saliva is going to dilute it a little bit. Uh, some of the fumes are going to come off of it. And it's actually not going to burn as much after you swallow it. The burn after the swallow is the really harsh part that a lot of people don't like. You can picture yourself taking a shot uh, and then coughing afterward. However, if you're taking like a shot of vodka, you probably don't want to taste the vodka. Whereas with whiskey, we're purposefully trying to taste the whiskey. So don't be afraid 
afraid to let it set on your tongue for a few seconds um, and let it kind of coat your entire tongue. Now, I personally get a better flavor when I take like a medium sip, not like a, an itty-bitty small sip. I know that when you're newer, your, your reaction is to just try to take a small sip. Um, I personally get a much better flavor when I take like a medium sip. However, if you take a large sip, then you're probably going to notice that you have so much of it in your mouth uh, that you can't really focus on all the flavors and you just have a harsh um, alcohol taste because there's just so much going on all at once. So you want to find that balance. Find the perfect sip size for yourself um, because it is, it's highly uh, subjective. So don't be afraid to, you know, change the sip size around the amount of liquid that you're letting into your mouth uh, to see if it changes the flavors for you. Um, and there are a lot of techniques you can do when you are taking these, now that the knee-jerk reaction has passed, when you're taking these long sips and really um, analyzing the flavor. Um, one of the biggest techniques is that some people say to chew the whiskey. They say to sort of chew your mouth while the whiskey's in your mouth, chew with your mouth, um, and so then the whiskey kind of coats your whole mouth. And what you're essentially doing is moving that whiskey around all of your mouth to hit all of your palate. Um, that way you're getting all of the flavors from it and you're um, agitating it so that it, it gives off different flavors, has different sort of reactions inside your mouth if that's the way you want to think of it. That is a good technique that you can absolutely use and you can probably get more flavor by doing that. However, one, one that I actually do more than chewing the whiskey, because that's just kind of an awkward motion to me, it doesn't look quite right either, uh, is I actually touch my tongue to the roof of my mouth and kind of like smack it with my mouth shut. Um, and that kind of achieves the same thing. It's kind of sloshing that whiskey around my mouth. So I'll put the tongue to the roof of my mouth and kind of go like that while my mouth is actually shut so you wouldn't be hearing it. Um, and that, I, I get a lot more flavor from doing that. It kind of coats all over my tongue, bottom of my tongue, all around my mouth. And so go ahead and take a second sip if you haven't already and spend a little bit more time with it um, and see if you can pull out more of those subtle notes. Like I said, I'm going to look for some of those, those oats uh, and the, the honey, those sorts of notes that Justin and I were getting that kind of mimicked a granola bar. Now one note that I actually forgot about, but I just got it pretty heavily uh, when I was paying a bit more attention, uh, was the buttery notes that we were getting from it, which is what we were equating to sort of a granola bar taste, since Justin uh, didn't know the notes that he was supposed to be getting from it. He said granola bar, and it turns out that that was actually really accurate to the notes that uh, the blender says you should be getting from it. Well, yeah, now I'm getting those buttery notes. Uh, the caramel, I think, is a lot stronger on the nose uh, than it is on, on the palate for me right now, the way I'm tasting it. So, Pay attention to that and pay attention to how the flavor changes as it's in your mouth. Um, another thing you can pay attention to is the texture. Is it making your mouth feel dry? Is it kind of floating around in your mouth? Is it just completely sucking all the moisture out of your mouth and you feel like you have cotton in your mouth now? Pay attention to those sorts of attributes as well because it is part of the experience of enjoying the whiskey. So once you feel you've uh, you know analyzed the palate, you feel satisfied with it, um, you're going to move on to the finish. Now, normally, I should add that you're going to do nose palate finish all at once because the whiskey's already in your mouth and the finish is after you swallow it. So uh, they're, they're kind of all happening simultaneously. Uh, but I'm doing this in stages uh, to kind of walk through a, a bit more in depth into a tasting. So next you have the finish. And this is after you swallow. This is how all of the... Uh, 
flavors are going to evolve in your mouth um, and some of them linger to almost like a full-on aftertaste where you can still taste it seconds and minutes after you have swallowed the whiskey um, and once again this is not on accident there are different flavors that you should be getting from it um, and no right flavors or wrong flavors as with the nose and the palate but uh, it is part of the experience that you want to analyze in order to enjoy it so you're going to want to think about how the flavors are changing and what's sticking around in your mouth. You're also going to want to think about how the texture makes your mouth feel after the whiskey is gone. Uh, you'll hear, very commonly, you'll hear an oily mouth feel. And for me, that's like the whiskey is kind of floating around my tongue. And then when I swallow it, it feels like I have something oily in my mouth. Um, you'll, there's a dry mouth feel where, like I said, it kind of sucks all the moisture out of your mouth. You swallow the whiskey, and now my mouth just feels dry. That's another... Um, aspect of the finish so that's something you're going to want to pay attention to um, and once again take note of it if you have a whiskey journal or if you're just writing this down on a piece of paper take note of it and see if it sticks around next time you try the whiskey or if, if you notice that you typically like whiskeys with this type of a finish or with that type of a finish uh, with this type of a texture or with that type of a texture so let's go through and taste this one more time and this time let's put a lot of emphasis on the finish on how the flavors change just before you swallow when you swallow it how they change which ones are more prominent uh, or if it's just completely the same so keeping in mind that we're tasting you know a lower shelf whiskey which once again is on purpose for the newer guys who didn't want to spend too much money on the first bottle of whiskey you drink along with this show this isn't an overly complex um, nose to palate to finish transition i did notice there's a lot more caramel on the nose for me however i would say the palate and the finish run very parallel to each other. I'm still getting those notes of honey and butter um, heavily, which is a slightly different than the caramely taste that, or caramely scent rather that I get on the nose. But I am I am still getting that honey vanilla butter that I was getting on the palate. I would say that I got the butter a lot more on the palate, and then afterward it was more of the vanilla on the finish, but. Um, once again, I'm, I'm heavily analyzing this, and you might get something totally different, but I would say that that buttery f taste kind of melts away, and you get a little bit more, <laughs> melts away, clever, uh, and you get a little bit more of the vanilla uh, flavor. So you're going to want to pay attention to how that changes and see what you think, and maybe you're getting something totally different from me. Uh, that's totally fine. Uh, tasting is highly subjective, so it, depending on what you've eaten that day, depending on what sense you normally smell from things, it's going to be super subjective. I keep alluding to smelling candles, but think about how many times you've smelled a candle and you thought it smelled great. Somebody else smells it and they don't like it at all. I can't imagine that you're both smelling the exact same thing and hating it, and one of you loves it, the other one hates it. I imagine you're both getting maybe a slightly different scent from it, or maybe you're attributing that scent to something that you like and they're attributing it to something they don't like. Uh, that's kind of the same way that tasting and smelling whiskey works. So keep that in mind. Uh, there are no wrong answers. As long as you are enjoying yourself and you're getting uh, an enjoyable taste out of the whiskey, then there's nothing wrong with it. But I do want to run through some sort of quick tips and things that are going to be coming up in different episodes. So we're going to be going over different tips like palate cleansers, trying them side by side, things like that in the coming episodes. And I want to go through some of those tips right now just so that you kind of have a feel for things that you can try. You don't have to wait, obviously, until the episode in order to try them. So one of the things that you're going to want to try is 
I like to try two very different whiskeys side by side, especially for newer folks. I like to have a newer whiskey drinker try two different whiskeys side by side. And when I say different, I'm talking two whiskeys that are pretty radically different. So not from the same category. You know, your most common are your bourbons, your Irish whiskeys, and your scotches. Try to get one from each category or from two different categories, I should say. That's going to give you some pretty different flavor notes, most likely. Um, so maybe try like a bourbon and an Irish. That, are, that should give you some pretty different flavor notes. Um, try them side by side, and that can give you a good idea for the fact that not all whiskey just tastes like whiskey. Each whiskey has its own unique flavors to it. Um, and you can sort of analyze and see exactly what you're getting from both of them, so you can really strongly distinguish, distinguish the two types of whiskey. Uh, and keep in mind that that does not necessarily mean all bourbons are going to taste like that or all Irish is going to taste like that. Uh, but it will help you get a feel for how extremely different whiskeys can taste. So try that. And then I recommend, once you think you got a grasp on that, I recommend trying two very similar whiskeys side by side. Now this could be like two bourbons. Um, and maybe they're two bourbons and each bourbon can have different types of mash, which we will get into. Um, but maybe one of them is called a high rye bourbon um, and the other one is uh, a weeded bourbon. You can try those and they're going to give you slightly different flavors. And then you can kind of see where I'm going, get more and more similar. So then maybe try two high rye bourbons next to each other. And as you get more similar, it's going to get harder to distinguish the two. But that kind of helps you to see how different they can be. So now that you've gotten, you've distinguished the two different types of whiskeys, and you're like, oh yeah, I got a feel for it. Now you can go to the same type of whiskey, but with a few minor changes, and you're like, oh yeah, I see how this is different. And now you can go up to two very similar whiskeys that were made in similar ways and see what different flavors you can pull from them. Uh, and I feel like that is... That's still my favorite way to learn a whiskey, especially if it's a specific whiskey that maybe I haven't nailed down yet. Um, I'm like, man, I, I, I don't think I could just have a glass of this and know that that's what I was drinking. I haven't really nailed it down. Um, then I will compare it side by side with a different whiskey that I've had that I would say is at least similar to it. Um, and I'll compare them side by side, and that really helps get you a profile for the whiskey. It's one of the most enjoyable things to do, in my opinion, just for me. I love trying whiskeys side by side and trying to separate the two and, and, and figure out how they're different. Um, so that's a super helpful tip. Another thing that you can do is try the same whiskey both before and after eating and see how huge of a difference that can be. I mentioned in the beginning of this episode how the Rebel Yell was tasting differently to me based on the meal that I had uh, before this episode. That, that can actually have a huge impact on what you're tasting. Uh, if you want to think of it in extreme terms, if you were to just drink hot sauce beforehand and then chug milk to get the burning sensation out of your mouth, and then you were going to try whiskey, your palate's probably burned out. I, I don't think anybody would argue that you're, you're going to have a hard time tasting those subtleties. Um, so that's an extreme version, but it, it goes with anything that you consume. Uh, you're going to taste just different things based on the meals that you've been having or based on whatever you've been consuming consuming prior to drinking the whiskey. So that can be a huge difference. Uh, you can try different palate cleansers. Try things like dark chocolate. Try pairing like with cigars. Uh, those are all different ways you can sort of enhance the experience. And like I said, we will get more in depth on those things at a later date. 
But finally, one thing that a lot of people do and will be done in a future episode is to actually try adding varying amounts of water to the whiskey. Uh, it can pull out different compounds from the whiskey, pull some to the surface, uh, and totally change the flavor of the whiskey. Now, some people, that's why they like having their whiskey on ice. Uh, they say that it helps pull out different flavors for them. You can also just have the same effect uh, with a couple drops of water. Uh, but you can try it on ice as well. And, and having whiskey on ice will dilute it a little bit. Um, and for me, I think it just kills the flavor a little bit. But absolutely try it and see what different flavors you're getting. Now, if you put a couple drops of water, like maybe three drops of water into a glass of whiskey, it's going to pull all those compounds. Um, and for some whiskeys, that means that that next sip with all of those compounds in it that have just been activated, uh, they're going to be a little bit harsher. That next sip is going to be a little bit harsher. So try that, take a breather, and then have that next sip, and hopefully that's going to totally change the flavor for you once that harshness is gone. And you can get new stuff out of it by trying that. Now, that's a really common trick that a lot of people will use. Um, so hopefully all of these will be very helpful to especially the newer folks or maybe some of the folks who have been drinking whiskey for a while and they haven't really experimented with any of this stuff. Hopefully this opens up some new doors for you guys. Uh, like I said, most of these tips, if not all of them, will have an episode either dedicated to them or a review episode where they're employed, uh, where we're using these tips. And you absolutely don't have to wait for that episode to try them, but go ahead and give it a shot when you feel like it. Uh, and then listen to that episode and see if your experience was similar and you can once again drink along with me and with my guests um, and see if you're getting similar tastes out of it. So hopefully those tips right there at the end are helpful to you guys and hopefully um, everything I've said thus far has made sense. Once again, this is how I approach tasting a whiskey. Uh, it does not mean it is the best way. It does not mean it is the right way. Everybody has their own way of tasting whiskey. This is just the best way that I have found for myself to approach tasting a whiskey to get the most flavor out of it, especially uh, for newer folks. I, once I started sort of refining this method when I was newer, I noticed that I was having a lot more success with pulling different flavors out of whiskeys. Uh, but that is all for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, make sure to help spread the word by introducing friends, coworkers, or anyone that you think would be interested. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform, rate the show, review the show, and follow on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs to stay up to date. If you want, you can join the email list by sending an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com. You'll then be updated every month on what whiskeys I'll be drinking on the show so you can drink right along with me and review it as we go. Thanks again for listening to the Whiskey Noobs Podcast. Learn to drink, drink to learn. The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.